What is Life with Lou? My name is Lukangi Sumatz and I'm your host. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> and I'm your host and um, this is episode four of What is Life with Lou? And we are tackling yet again another topic. A sore one, a sore topic, definitely. Um, I have not come up with the title of the podcast yet but uh, I'm sure by the time you listen to this it will have a title uh, but I definitely know what I want to talk about. Um, I guess uh, it's a thing now that I start off with what inspired this week's topic and sure to be honest um, what inspired this week's topic is what I went through during the week um, and I guess that's that's what will inspire most, you know, of the things that we get to talk about. So this week, um, I had a very hard week at work, but there was a specific day that was hard, you know, and just before I go there today, we're going to be talking about, um, toxic workspaces, toxic managers, toxic uh employ like colleagues nje that mess right um i'm gonna try very hard to not be uh (laughs) overly emotional about this because well i've had my fair share but um i think this is a topic that we speak about in our social circles we speak about you know with our friends and I don't think it's spoken about enough in just general spaces. And I was just sitting here and thinking, I wonder why this topic is not like explored often, right? In workspaces, but also just like in general. Um, and a thought came to me and I was like, oh, again, This is a bread and butter issue. So you don't want to ruffle any feathers. You don't want to say anything that's going to get you in trouble, you know, even in your workspace. So even when the platform is created in your workspace or in our various workspaces, sorry, we don't really want to be honest about how we feel. Uh, Mainly because... You still have to come back here tomorrow and work for, you know, for that money. And, you know, it's just not cool to bite the hand that feeds you, I guess. And I figured that's that's probably why a lot of people don't talk about this. But I'm going to try and keep it light. Um, I'm going to try and keep it light. But what sparked this conversation or this thought uh, to have this conversation was the shitty week that I had at work and there was just like an issue or situation that happened with um one of my colleagues where basically like in Kosa 
I'm not laughing. Um, <laughs> in Kosa, what I would say is that Amanda Kela, do you know what I mean? Like, Amanda <laughs> Kela, shame. Um, but in English, it's um, how do I even put it? But like, it was just a situation that was unnecessary. Um, where I was made to made out to seem like I did something that I didn't do. Um. And it could have easily gone, like, south. Um, and it could have easily, like, gotten me into trouble. But because I have my shit together and I didn't do what I was being accused of and I had my ducks in a row and sort of had, like, proof, um, it went the other way and it was, like, actually not a big deal. But... um. You know, let me just firstly speak about how I felt when all of that was playing out. Um, And I think, let me just say, I'm grateful to my manager in this instance for having, having given me the opportunity to prove that whatever was said was not the case, right? And so it played out differently and, 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 but this situation, you know, is, it was really triggering for me because it reminded me about previous work situations I've been in. And, you know, I even said to my manager, when we were speaking about this, I said, I hate the fact that I have to feel like I have to start walking on eggshells because there's people sitting there waiting to get me into trouble, you know, for what reason? I do not know. I do not understand. Um, And it's just baffling and it's just hurtful at the same time. And I even broke down, guys, like I even cried and I wasn't crying because I'm a crybaby and maybe because I am a crybaby, but It was more because I'm just like, my God, I do my job and I do my job well. And for someone to be sitting there ready to get me into shit over something that's not even there is just like shitty, you know. And I hated um, getting to the realization that this is not a safe space for me. Um... Um, and I'm probably like being watched and I probably like can't make mistakes because already there's people who are just waiting for me to fuck up, you know, and that is that makes um, the work environment like really, really like iffy and difficult because now you just like have to have your eye out all the time. You have to like, you know, you know, be on your tiptoes, make sure, you know, you just double check and triple check everything. And I don't think that's the way um, that we're supposed to live. You know, we all make mistakes and even workspaces or workplaces are a place for us to grow and to learn, you know, and to develop and to improve and to make mistakes and learn from them. But this whole situation just made me feel like, yo, babes, you're fucked, you know. But like I said, Luckily, in this instance, my manager was really supportive of the whole situation. Um, yeah, 
So I think a lot of us and you also might be sitting there and you might be like, oh my gosh, I have my own, my own story to tell. And I have multiple stories to tell. But like, I just wanted to speak about how difficult, you know, it is having to deal with sometimes difficult managers and difficult colleagues um, where you don't know if you can trust the people or not or you you just always have to be like on your toes and that is something that a lot of us struggle with um, whether we are struggling with it now or we struggled uh, with it previously but it's like I feel like everyone has gone through it and it's so sad you know and I don't want to make it a race thing and I'd love to get a you know um, perspective from other races like in terms of workplaces and how they actually feel and how what their experiences are um, in terms of you know uh, toxic workplaces and stuff like that I unfortunately or fortunately uh, will only can only speak from my experiences and Mamela my experiences have been like shit like I've had a toxic manager I've had like a really really shitty manager um I've had a manager who speaks uh Afrikaans in meetings team meetings by the way (coughs) and you have to forgive me guys my chest is giving me uh problems it's like wheezing and screaming and screeching so I'm trying very hard not to cough in your ear um and to just um breathe but um so this manager that I had would speak Afrikaans in our meetings in our team meetings at the time I was the only black person um and I'm trying not to make this about race, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. I mean, this is my lived experience, but um, she would speak Afrikaans in work uh, team meetings, knowing very well that I do not understand Afrikaans. And even if I did, I mean, really, you know, should speak Afrikaans. And sometimes I'd be like, I don't understand what you mean. Can you repeat that in English, you know? But she was just refusing to speak English. And I remember how difficult it was working in that space because my colleagues were also Afrikaans speaking. Um, Mamel, even the, the, the partners that we had and um, our clients, uh, most of them spoke Afrikaans. So at the first uh, glance, um, or when you first speak to someone, they will speak Afrikaans um, until I had to say, I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't understand what you mean. So you can, uh, you can imagine what that felt like, you know, working in that space. And I felt like I had to work 10 times harder. You know, I had to work 10 times harder to be happy at work I had to psych myself up like every morning you know before I go to work um whether it's meeting with clients or whether it's having like um team meeting like I know it's about to go down and that was like such a shitty space to be in and so like I said like 
there's multiple, multiple, multiple experiences that all of us have had um, and multiple, you know, uh, situations that we can talk about. But um, without dwelling or like staying there um, too much, um, I wanted to for, for us to first identify how it makes us feel. And I'm going to speak about how it's made me feel how the different situations have made me feel. And hopefully by the end of this conversation, you can find yourself in a better space if uh, you are in a toxic work environment or you've got a toxic manager or you've got toxic colleagues um, or whatever the case might be. I'm hoping that after this um, episode that you will be equipped and um, you know, armored to, to, to face, you know, that space or that environment, you know? Um, and so in all the situations that I've been in that have made me, you know, that in all the situations I've been in, in my workplaces that have either been toxic or, I've had to deal with toxic colleagues or managers or just the workspace. I, they've always made me feel less than, um, at times I felt like I had to be apologetic about my, the education that I have because I've worked in workspaces as well where you are, you sort of need to feel bad for still, you know, pursuing your studies or people will remind you that, yeah, no, this is not school. I'm here. This is how things work. And, you know, all of that stuff. And I don't know whether it's because they are threatened. I don't know. But um, in all those situations, like I've felt less than it first fucks with your with your self-esteem no one will feel good if they have to go to work um in an unhappy mood or space um it made me feel like i don't belong in that space um they made me feel like i don't deserve to be in the position that I'm in they made me feel like I should be grateful to them for some odd reason for being where I am and they made me question how good I am at what I I do or what I'm doing at the time And if you are stuck with those feelings on a daily, on a weekly, on a monthly, on a yearly basis, my God, my God, you can imagine what that can do to someone, how much it can fuck a person up, you know? And, um, and so with that being said, how I have gone through these things and the key word here is through right everything like everything passes like you know bad things pass good things pass like 
what I'm trying to say is that yo, this is me trying to direct translate, but like and one thing about me, I fight. I fight. Yes, I'll be sad today. I'll be sad about the situation. I'll cry about it if I need to, but I will fight. I fight for myself. I fight for what I know is right. I fight for the things I know I deserve. And unfortunately, we live in a world where the color of your skin will dictate how people treat you. Um, people will look at you and you think, you know, you're bringing a, an edge to your team. For example, you're bringing like these skills to the table, like which will improve your team and all of that stuff. And you will get there and people will not even care or appreciate you. Instead, they'll make you feel like shit for it. But you know what? Fuck that. Fuck that. You know, you need to fight for your space. Unfortunately, it's unfortunate, but that's just how things are. You fight for what you want. You fight to stay where you are and you need to fight to go further and to go to where you want to go. And I know that sounds exhausting, but hey, man, like it is what it is, you know. So. Um. I think it's important to remind yourself every morning. I know other people are like not really into affirmations. People are not really into, um, you know, this conversation doesn't only like apply to people that work nine to fives or work in corporate, you know, it's a general conversation about the space that you work in. And um, I know a lot of people, sorry, I had to sidetrack a bit. I know a lot of people are like not into affirmations. They don't like really practice that stuff. But listen, when you work in a workspace, when you are in a workspace where your character, your values, who you are is tested on a daily, on a weekly, on a monthly basis, you need to armor yourself, babe. Every single morning, remind yourself of who you are. Be grateful for how far you've come and armor yourself to fucking go get everything that is yours. And you do that every day. You do that even when you don't want to. You do that every day. Always, always be on the right side of life. Always be on the right side of life. Because unfortunately, other people are ready to drag you down for whatever reason. So always have backup. Always make sure you're on the right side of the situation, you know. Um, and you know what? Do your fucking job. And when I get one thing I can say to you is that people may talk about you. People may say shit about you. People may not like you. People may try and plot and, you know, uh, make you feel some type of way. But work ethic speaks volumes. Work ethic speaks volumes. I don't care how much someone doesn't like you. I don't care how much someone doesn't like you. Okay, that was correct. 
But one thing I know is that when your work ethic is amazing, it doesn't matter what other people say about you. It doesn't matter what they say about you. But your work ethic speaks volumes for you. So if anything, if you don't get anything else out of this conversation, you know, one thing you must take out is I better sharpen my work ethic and make sure I am the best at what I do and make sure that everyone that I work with knows that I am, at the, I am the best at what I do. They must know that you are the best at what you do and that you are the go-to person for that. And that when someone asks you to do something for them, you will do it and you will do it good. That when you are tasked to do something, you will knock it out of the park. If you do that, I promise you, no matter how toxic your workspace is, no matter how toxic the people around you are, it will speak for you in spaces where you aren't there. It will speak for you in spaces where people don't know you. Others are speaking shit about you. But your work ethic will stand the test of time. You get what I mean? So I think that's just all that I wanted to share. And you know what? I think we need to get to the realization that we are still going to work in toxic workplace, workplaces. We are still going to work with toxic people. We are going to be managed by toxic people. But how do you rise above that? What can you do daily to rise above that? And the sad part about working in these in these um, environments is that um, it, it, it messes with your mindset. It messes with your mental health. But it's just unfortunate that we all need to go get that bread and we all need to go get that butter. And sometimes it like it's going to be in a place where we really are not happy. But I want to plead and I want to um, plead with you to not lose sight, to not lose yourself, to not start believing what people say about you and to remember who you are. You are there for a reason. You got that contract for a reason. You got employed for a reason. You deserve to be there. You're not there by mistake. You deserve to be there. And no one and nothing will take away what God has blessed you with. They can try. They can try. And that's all they can do. So my plea is for you to just wake up every day and show up and show them what you're made of. Sometimes you're going to be sad. Sometimes it's going to break your spirit. And that's okay. That is life. But you dust yourself off and you walk in there again with your head held high and you show them what you're made of. 
And then you apply for another job as well. <laughs> you start praying, babe. You start praying. While, you, while, while we are fighting, ne, we are praying for better workspaces. Right? While you are fighting your way through every day, we still pray and we manifest healthy workspaces, healthy work relationships. We look forward to those you know and we always always clean our cvs and look for another job because there's always bigger and better places to be you know what i mean you don't have to settle <laughs> but this is life this is life and we need to trust that our guides that god whatever you believe in you know hears your prayers or hears you and we'll make a plan to put you where you want to be. Oh, I feel so much better. I feel so much better after that chat. It's like I was chatting to you, but chatting to me. But I feel so much better. And so as we start a new week, wear your big girl panties <laughs> or your big boy underwear. <laughs> And, you know, armor yourself tomorrow. Armor yourself tomorrow before you go to work and show up and spruce up that work ethic and then see and pray for better days and see what will happen. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you once again for taking your time to listen to this podcast you can dm me at lukanyiso underscore mats on instagram um and share whatever you wish to share with me and um i can't wait for the next episode i don't know what it's gonna be <laughs> but i'm really looking forward to it i love it here like i man i love it here Thank you so much, guys, for the support. And um, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.